friend. Welcome to Barefoot Business, the podcast for marketing and event professionals who care about shared experiences that drive connection. All episodes are seven minutes or less, hosted by the most fun founders of the Community Factory, Liz and Nicole, whose mission in life is to get people talking. So let's start. All right, let's move on to meals. So when you and I were together in the Bahamas at Hot's Flashpoint event, Mike D, Mr. Michael Dominguez was there talking about lighting and vitamin D and all these things. And I feel like that maybe is similar to the stuff that you're talking about. But the meals that we normally get is the hotel or the venue saying, here's the ones to choose from, pick which of these you want. And then that part of your event planning is done. So we're doing it all wrong. Uh, I wouldn't say we're doing it all wrong. And, and it's, funny because Mike and I talked about that being like wellness 101 and it being an environmental thing. And actually I've been through that course and oh, I'm yeah, yeah. accredited. What was that? It's uh what's it called again? It's the Delos wellness for meetings and events. Okay. Um, but it's very environmental. It's about light. It's about greenery. It's about air. It's about water. It's about the space that people are in. And it's really about people's environments that they're in. It's not necessarily focused on these three things. It's focused on a lot of the other things. How okay. blue light affects you versus yellow light and mm-hmm. how greenery in a room impacts people and ensuring that the air is clean and ensuring that people have adequate water. If you're doing all these other things, why wouldn't you eat accordingly? There's nine brain foods that we list in the white paper that yep. I'm just going to not really bring them up. and You have to go read it. Because um, I'm a marketer, I can't help it. But food can impact your ability to learn. It's all biology. And if you're eating the right things, let alone you took the time to have some movement in your life, people that eat better learn better. Let's take an extreme example. You go to your traditional event, you sit in a conference room all day. It's probably like production lighting, so it's fairly dark. You're in this <laughs> dark room, right? Like you struggle to stay away. You go, you have lunch. Hopefully, they thought, okay, let's not do a keynote after lunch because then it's snoresville you know everyone's falling asleep but then you finish the day you go to the party you drink too much you get to your room late and then you wake up the next day let's think about the impact on that person's ability to learn that next day they're hungover they want greasy food they want to go back to bed they might have to go to the bathroom more times than they normally do like you you start thinking about we're sabotaging our results Mm -hmm. by doing certain things that are just prescribed fun and we think oh let's do fun things but we aren't necessarily giving people the opportunity to attend in the way they want to attend and that's what's important now because some people want to get up early and they want to work out and they live a healthy lifestyle when they're at home and they want to eat right and they want to eat clean i tracked my miles when i was on site at an event and i averaged 10 miles a day just walking around the venue just yeah it was an event in vegas surprise surprise 10 miles that's probably low how am I coming back heavier from this? It makes no sense. I'm walking like crazy. If I just ate the right things, I could come back from a conference like I just ran a three-day marathon and like make progress in my health and my fitness and my wellness. I could make massive progress on that. But instead, we like load ourselves up with things that we shouldn't be eating. And when it comes to the venue, always meet with the chef. I've never met a chef that's like, you have to order what's on the menu. I mean, it drives the salespeople crazy. So sorry, salespeople. When you meet a chef and you're like, what do you want to make? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, like you want to get the best food you've ever had at an event? Have a meeting with your banquet chef and he's just going to get excited. And you're like, look, you have a creative freedom. Here's our restriction, allergies, that kind of thing. Go. Let alone, here's the other reason meals are so important. Because people are holding on to these standards, And I had a mistake that I made that was a very painful mistake 
in the return to events. And it just was an oversight, but we all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. There was a couple of people attending that had very specific dietary restrictions, completely forgot about it. What happened, and this is where I had a, a significant aha moment, is they left, left the meeting to go get food. So while everyone is having lunch together, building camaraderie, having these team building events, networking, chit-chatting, these people are off foraging for their own food. And you know, they're not happy about it. You know, they're not saying, oh my God, what a great experience this is. No. What do you think their survey scores are going to be? They're going to be terrible because we omitted something like that. And if someone has dietary restrictions, we take care of it. That's like our gig. Mm -hmm. So why not take care of people that want to eat healthy as well? Because it's going to impact their ability to learn. None of this stuff is rocket science. It's just (laughs) mindful. Well, and we like to say there are the three rules in food. Something people want, something people need, and something surprising. So you have to have food that's edible that people are going to want to eat. You have to have the foods people need, which is the dietary requirements and the things, you know, can you, it's actually not that hard to have something vegetarian, something keto, and then something that's actually, that's all you need that actually satisfies most people. So you're fine there. And then there's something surprising. So can you do the crazy dessert bar of something amazing at 10 a.m. instead of doing it with all the alcohol in the afternoon? Or maybe you do a mocktail bar instead of an alcohol bar and then allow people to actually enjoy their evening with something in their hand because that's what they need, but they don't actually need to get tipsy over it. It all goes back to inclusion, right? Like let people be inclusive. Let people choose their own adventure. I I think One of the things that was really interesting when I was at 24 was I had amateur and professional bodybuilders that would come to the meetings. And I had to keep that in mind when they were coming because they had very, very particular diets. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they were coming on a cheat day. If that's their one day a week. And they're looking for chicken and waffles and pizza. Yeah, they they want all in. So you can't just say, oh, we're going to have salads all day. No, once again... I would I would put that under the the umbrella of the toxic wellness, right? Like, oh no, you're all going to eat salad. No, you can for dessert. You have like a yogurt and fruit parfait and brownies, and people can choose. They might have gotten up and they crushed their workout, and they're just they're like, you know what? I deserve it. Okay, cool. Do you? That's fine. But give them the option. Don't deprive people of things when they come to meetings. Well, the craziest part is what we saw whenever there's, you know, a a vegetarian dish or something specific, and you just do a little of that because there were only like five vegetarians that RSVP'd. Everyone eats the vegetarian food and there's none left for the vegetarians. I had an attendee from the UK who said something about the the curse of beige. She was like, there was so much color on all the food, oranges and greens and yellow and red. And I've never heard that term, but okay, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's amazing. Skittles and M&Ms don't count as as rainbow, even though I've justified (laughs) it sometimes. Hey, don't wellness shame me. Skittles might be my happy place. (laughs) True. And a packet of Skittles is only like, well, actually, I'm going to wellness shame you on Skittles because they said something in the dye is like, a carcinogenic that's cancer causing. And- oh, then I'll just use it for science experiments to turn milk different colors instead of eating it then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 